0: Hey everybody, welcome in. This is Zach Carpenter, the publisher of Inside Nebraska, coming to you with an episode today to talk about uh, college football and the potential for its growth overseas, specifically in Ireland. Nebraska is coming off a devastating loss to Northwestern in the Aer Lingus College Football Classic over in Dublin's Aviva Stadium. But uh, today's show is not to dissect the Huskers onside kick, Uh to dissect where the season's going from here um, or any of that today's episode. It's a little midweek reprieve from all that talk. Um, just talk, We're talking about uh, the growth of the game and we are joined um, in this episode by Adrian Barry, the uh, host and the operations director at Off the Ball. At, um, it is Ireland's number one sports media company. It's uh has a huge following on social media with over 140,000 followers on Twitter, over 63,000 on Instagram, 117,000 on Facebook, and over 140,000 subscribers on YouTube. It's a a massive network that's been around, just celebrated its 20th anniversary in April actually. And Adrian has been around for more than a decade, uh, hosting this show and other talk shows, uh, radio shows in Ireland. So he, He offers a really fresh, unique, and uh, in-depth perspective about college football and um, the potential for growth in Ireland, why there is potential, why um, we talk a little bit about why maybe it won't ever grow over there. But um, enough of me. I wanted to bring in Adrian to to give his perspective and answer some questions about the game and about the Nebraska brand itself. So we're going to welcome him on now adrian barry um host of host of off the ball number one radio sports radio show sports talk show in ireland um, what's the yeah exact?
1: sports uh, media house we probably look at ourselves it's like it's it covers all bases basically so okay yeah, radio online
0: the whole works and then background how long have you been doing this how long you've been in this role
1: um i've been in sort of different roles with uh with otb for uh, eight years I think thereabouts. about so yeah sort of like between presentation editor operations director all sorts of different fun and, and interesting things but yeah I've been in sports media for about 20 years and here for about eight years yeah
0: okay so and hosting for um,
1: hosting here sort of I came in as producer um, about eight years ago and then sort of slipped into the presenting side at some point after that so yeah sort of on and off probably for about eight years yeah,
0: yeah I, I got the vibe of the show at the end there with the trivia and stuff i yes. knew i was just telling uh andy and um guy in the glasses what was his name
1: um yeah.
0: cameron cameron yeah. yeah i was telling that I'm like well i didn't know the vibe of the show i'm like all right i'm gonna wear the suit maybe i'll be overdressed but i'd rather be overdressed and walking in sweats and everyone's <laughs> Correct. decked Correct. out Correct. Um, no you definitely <laughs>
1: raised the tone of the show jack zach and we uh we really appreciated the uh, – we're a T-shirt uh, t-shirt crew, so we appreciated somebody <laughs> coming in with a, with a bit of respect for themselves. So,
0: Adrian, I kind of wanted to get um, a gauge of just sort of, I guess, the overall vibe of, in Ireland or around uh, the community you're in with within sports media of them having this game, not just this year, but just overall they've, they've been having this uh, – the college football – Aer Lingus, college football classic, um, I think. This is the fourth version of it, and the fifth one will be next year, maybe mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Um, is it talked about much? Is it much of a big deal until like
1: the Saturday of the game? I do think that the game itself and the spectacle and the stuff that's been happening over the last couple of uh, few days helps focus the minds. We are monster event junkies here. Like, we, we, position ourselves as a sports-mad uh, country, and we are in a, in a huge degree. Um, you know, we have, let's say, you know, an 80-plus thousand uh, GA stadium, which is our national games here, which is Gaelic football or Hurling, that I know you've been getting a bit of a, an insight into it in your various Uber rides around Dublin. Um, and we have, So we have that, and then we have the Aviva Stadium, which is uh, 55,000, which is hosts all of our uh, soccer internationals and all of our rugby internationals. Which, which, that, those sports account for the main sports that we have here. So in that regard, uh, anything in relation to American sports, American football, college football, they're niche sports here, obviously. But there's been a long and fairly storied relationship between American football and, and this country. Um, certainly, you know, when I was a kid, uh, many years ago, it used to be shown live regularly on TV here. And that was a huge, uh, there's a cohort of people who follow American football from that time and then it disappeared for a number of years. And so there's like a big gap of people in their, probably in their uh, early 30s who just wouldn't have had that relationship with it. But it's definitely coming back with Sky uh, taking on coverage of, of NFL over the last number of years. It's come back in a big way. And so people have already dialed into that. College football is just a different vibe. Um, we would really equate, equate the relationship between, you know, um, college football and their fans between Gaelic sports and the fans here um there are a lot of similarities like any conversation I've been over to a couple of games I was over at Boston College a few years ago I was at South Bend uh, not that long ago incredible experiences like just like nothing that I've ever experienced before and really there's nothing here that compares to it in terms of the spectacle but in terms of the structures behind it I do think there are a lot of similarities between um our national games and college football
0: Yeah, and could you um, just for this uh, platform? Could you explain a little bit? Because Owen was talking about it. I was talking about it from Mm -hmm. like my very minimal background knowledge of it. Of um, like Gaelic football, it's very the parishes when people uh, grow up, they're part of a community and sort of like a niche thing that you're comparing college football to it's sort of similar like community base like owen was saying
1: correct the only difference is that generally it's so i i grew up i play for the club from the area that i'm from the village the town the city that's the club that i play for you know in small villages you'll have one club bigger towns you might have two clubs and bigger cities you'll have multiple clubs but you play for that club by and large with some exceptions including a very high profile one at the minute where there's a player who's being touted as He's probably maybe second in the running for the player of the year here in Gaelic football, and he's just switched from his club in local uh, intermediate-level club in Galway to the biggest club in the country, senior club, got to the Ireland final uh, this year in Dublin, so there's a bit of controversy about that. But he won't switch county allegiances, and it's very rare. It does happen, but it's very rare that that would happen and very rare that anybody would switch county allegiances. As I said, it does happen on occasion, but it's that's the biggest point of difference that obviously... You know, kids are selected to um, be recruited to colleges because they're really good football players, or they choose to go to a college for other reasons. So there is that element to it which doesn't exist here. But the tie between, you know, I've witnessed that tie between alumni and the and the college, and it's just incredible. Like that lifelong depth of passion that exists is is a, is just a phenomenal thing, and it's very different even from NFL, obviously. Um, but that's the equitable comparison i think because you know if i'm from the town i'm from the county i'm from they're my county for life and it doesn't matter what happens i can't really it's it's not a not good etiquette to at some point shift away from that you can't you got to be uh, you got to be true to your colors yeah
0: and so this one's sort of two-part question um because i'm curious if like i was asking on the on the show earlier is college football um american college football is that Something that could actually be sustainable in Ireland, and it could um, is a sport that could grow. And I'm curious, like hearing your explanation for the comparisons, um. Because it's because college football is so embedded in your culture from when you're like six years old and you're and eight years old when you start, like really caring and paying attention about sports. Mm And in America, it's around sort of that age. Like, uh, because college football isn't doesn't have that same history here do you think it'd be harder then to
1: it will be harder uh doesn't mean it can't be done um and i do think the repeat nature of the games now like the work that the guys who are running it john anthony and Parker kane and the teams that they have behind them i do think that the work that they're doing will give it the best possible platform to succeed over the next number of years i think that that helps because people then become used to it. It's like, oh, that thing is happening at that date, at that time. And so I'll just make that a repeat thing to do. I also think that it'll help when there are repeat teams. Like, obviously, there's a really strong Irish connection between Notre Dame and here. And that definitely, um, um, you know, they will come back, obviously. And I think that that will, that's something that, that we can, well, we know that thing. And we sort of, you know, even if you're not really familiar with college football, you know about the Fighting Irish, you know that connection. There are really strong business links there. So I think that stuff helps. I mean, I know that uh, as a Nebraska reporter, obviously, that's not a, you know, I don't know exactly um, maybe what you guys want to hear. But I do think that the repeat nature of it, I think that that connection will help. I think it, is, I think it will always hold a place in the Irish calendar. Um, as I said, I, but it's more from that spectacle, the event side, You know, the fact that we... Um, there's so much about the experience of college football game day that speaks to the Irish psyche. And that's the thing that I you know that's the reason that I would think if more of us were aware of how that is then I think we'd be maybe more um, yeah more more inclined to go
0: outside of the actual structure and X's nose of the sport because I know it's probably similar to well maybe it is maybe it isn't where I'm looking at uh, hurling, I'm like I don't I don't have any clue what it I'm is. looking at. I, it. It's probably I the same.
1: I <laughs> yeah. haven't I was asking you when we were on air like give me some stuff to make me sound smart with my mates when I'm at the game tomorrow. I have no
0: clue. And I was talking about rub routes and crossing oh, routes listen, and stuff, it's... and I realized I'm like, all right, I'm getting a little too <laughs> into the weeds. Oh, and <laughs> my
1: co-hosts would have been all over that stuff, but I'm yeah.
0: really um But no, talking about Notre Dame, that's uh, I mean, that is a a great point that I was thinking about yesterday because it's Navy versus Notre Dame next year, and I'm like if they want to expand the sport of college football and the brand shouldn't they just have notre dame play here every year like yeah. and bring in like some uh as an opponent some other big name brand like if it was nebraska notre dame mm. i mean not that everyone not that a lot of people here know nebraska but um more people here know nebraska than northwestern yeah, like yeah. no one's heard of northwestern yeah. around here yeah. i no I'm no exactly sure.
1: exactly exactly um no that's exactly it and i do think that uh, the notre dame brand just carries huge weight here like i mean i i would say if you were to like survey people on the street about their sort of understanding beyond the name notre dame and the fighting irish there's probably not an awful lot there to be honest so but but like i do think that that's in itself represents an opportunity to take an irish audience on a journey because you know, um, the other point about it is that Notre Dame obviously have such a monster fan base who have such a connection here. If you look at it the other way around, uh, they will travel here in big numbers. So there's probably less of an onus to um get the local audience to fill the stadium. Like they will want to come home, check out relations, travel around the country. As I know, thousands of Nebraska and Northwestern um, fans are doing this week. But it's just bigger numbers, I think, given that Irish-Notre Dame connection makes total sense, as long as everything stacks up on the business side, which I'm sure there are multiple uh, in-depth conversations ongoing about. I think as long as everything stacks up on that side, having Notre Dame back in a regular uh, um, roster makes total sense.
0: I think, I mean, just spitballing it, I think Notre Dame every two years should be coming here, Mm -hmm. every three years, whatever it is, but I think they should be in a regular rotation. Because I think next year is the fifth. They were contractual, or the contracts were for five of these games i think they they already had three it was like i can't remember the names off the top of my head i know, like georgia tech i think was mm-hmm. here um i could look back but then yeah this is the fourth game next year is the fifth and then i'm like i think they're seeing if it gains traction if it's worth it from a mm-hmm. business end of things and i'm like next year when notre dame is here that's when you're gonna see your boom and um in profits and just excitement around here um uh, i'm sure no one's really thinking about that right now around here but like no, when it comes true
1: true and like you know they have been here before and it does really you know like we're, we were talking oh, on right air earlier about like who you know who uh who should i be supporting you know we love the underdog and you're like well, maybe that's not Nebraska but um there isn't a question when Notre Dame are playing the Irish audience that go to that game it's not a question that needs to be asked they will put their green on and they will go and support Notre Dame, even if they only have that sort of very bare understanding of of what it's all about. And as I said, like it's not actually until you go there and witness the the tailgates, you know, the the trumpets in the tower in the day before, like all that razzmatazz that comes with uh, college football in all the colleges. It's not until you then you start to see the scale and the depth of it. But I do I do think that. Um, because we're event junkies, because we love jumping on a good bandwagon, Notre Dame come to town, we're all aboard.
0: Yeah, next year will be exciting. Um, last one, uh, real quick, just about Nebraska uh, specifically. I mean, did did people around here know that brand? I know it's like I said, it's a lot more um, likely that people would know the Nebraska brand than the Northwestern brands, Northwesterns and. It's called Northwestern, but it's in the middle of the United States. Mm. Like, yeah, my, like, my that. brother yesterday was like, he said something hilarious off the cuff. And he's like, Dude, why do we call it Northwestern? Like, we, when they created that, like, had we not made the Louisiana purchase yet? Is that as <laughs> yeah, far northwest yeah. as it went? Um, But uh, the Nebraska brand, it's huge locally. Like, I mean, it's one of the biggest uh, media markets in college football. Mm all locally in Nebraska, really. Iowa, and the Midwest because there's no in Nebraska there's no pro sports teams or at least none of no um you have can a couple NFL teams within like 3-4 hour driving distance, but it's all Nebraska locally. It's huge, but I'm like I don't know if it has that reach. Like
1: it it doesn't really. We've been doing a lot of work here over the last couple of years to be honest to bring our audience who are like sports crazy and, you know, huge cohort of American football fans, but yeah, just for that reason of like, you know, it's just not really on our radar about mm-hmm. college football. Like you, you go out on the street and you talk to any of the Uber drivers or any um any any people around the street and tell them that college football is the second biggest sport in the US, they'll be like, What? What do you, what what do you mean? Like well what about all these other professional sports? they just it's not something that um that we fully understood. But we've been having loads of conversations. we have um Coach Fitzgerald in, in studio um Oh yeah, that's right. Must have been about I don't know it was sometime in the last probably about about a year ago. So like we've been doing loads of work um with the guys at the the Erling's College Football Classic to bring our audience on a bit of a journey to have them understand a little bit more about what it's all about the dynamics of the teams um that are involved. Um, and that's kind of it. Yeah, there isn't really like unless people have been and there are plenty of them who've been, you know, uh, we flock to the US for our uh, what we call the J1 for the uh, student visa where people go over for a couple of months. Sometimes uh, people who do that get a bit of attached, get a bit attached to their local team um, and plenty of people go to college in the US as well. And so that comes up that way, but not on any monster scale. Yeah, it's definitely there's a um, big marketing job to be done for the new newer teams that come in.
0: So once again, just wanted to thank Adrian Barry for joining me on this this episode. Just to give some more background and perspective, um, that's it for us today. We will be back throughout this entire week at Inside Nebraska. We are meeting uh, today with um, Eric Shenander. I believe it's Eric Shenander, Mark Whipple, and some players. After meeting with Scott Frost and Casey Thompson, Caleb Tanner, and Quentin Newsom on Tuesday, content from. That press conference is already at the Inside Nebraska site at nebraska.rivals.com. Um, you keep it here. Tune into the website and the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel for more written and digital content that we'll be pumping out throughout the rest of the week um, and leading into the game against North Dakota. Um, and it uh, looks like uh, no, actually, no players available on. Uh, on Wednesday today, but we will be talking to Shenander and Whipple, but we will have more from uh, from those press conferences and uh, overall to preview the North Dakota game and just talk about the Huskers in general. So uh, we will see you back here soon and we'll see you on the site soon.